So what motivates you to do the things you do? Have you ever thought about it? I mean, why do you do the things you do? Where do you find the motivation to do the hard things? Where does the motivation and the perspective comes to change your priorities and keep moving ahead? Hey, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. Jesus tells us what should be our motivation to do the things we do, to set our priorities and to live our lives. And he says it to us in this particular passage of scripture in a profound way. Just to remind you what's going on. We're in John chapter nine. Jesus already has pointed out three profound things about our life. Really amazing. Real quick, here's what they were. Just to remind you from our last podcast. He was passing by and he was, he was walking down the street in Jerusalem. Very crowded, very busy. And not only that, there were people, really hundreds if not thousands of people from the Sanhedrin and from the Pharisees that were after him, trying to find him, trap him, and find some reason to arrest him. So his life was being threatened. It was incredibly crowded. But what we learned last time is Jesus passed through the streets. Three things popped up. One, he wasn't too busy to see a blind man suffering. Second, it didn't matter what the guy had done in his past, what his parents had done in his past. Jesus wants to minister to all he's called the minister to. So we need to slow down, not judge. And then the third thing, which was really, really pretty amazing. Jesus just looks at the guy and says, look, your suffering, your pain of being blind has a divine purpose. Now, how amazing is that? When was the last time we looked at any pain we were going through and thought that maybe somehow God could use it for divine purpose? Well, the Lord did for sure. So now we pick up the story in verse four. Jesus is speaking and he says, now we must work the works of him, talking about God, who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. Now, Jesus just makes this profound statement about motivation. He said, here's what's happening. Your time on this earth is ticking away. That's what he meant when he said night is coming. Your day is coming to an end. Your ability to minister, your health, your focus, your financial resources, all of those things are in the process of setting like the sun. So while it's still day, do the vital work. Do what's important. Now, I got to tell you, one of the things that keep us from changing our priorities, uh, from focusing on eternal things and not temporary things, I think is the concept of eternity. I mean, when you're young, you really don't think you're going to die. I mean, you're, you're theor- you know, theoretically, you know that, right? You sort of have common sense, you know, yes, one day I'm going to die, but you don't feel it. You don't sense it. You wake up in the morning in your 20s and 30s and maybe in your early 40s, and you're like, man, I still got a long time ahead of me. Well, let me tell you, life has a way of changing your point of view. Let me tell you what happened to me. So when I turned 55, at this, at the time of this recording, that's five years ago. When I turned 55, I had open heart surgery. I had quadruple bypass. Now, I was in pretty good shape. I, you know, I've got a great face for radio. <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm on a non-video podcast. But I'm not a big guy. I average to maybe a little bit better than that. As far as my fitness level and my weight, uh, to look at me, you wouldn't think I was sick. But I'd had four heart attacks. And the last one sent me to the hospital for quadruple bypass. Now, my wife and I had to have the talk. I don't know if you're married, if you have a significant other or a spouse, but at some point you have to have the talk. And the talk is, what happens if I die? <laughs> Isn't it funny? The talk becomes different as you get older, right? It's not the same one you have in your teens, right? So. The talk was, what What happens if I die? So my wife and I had that talk. Then she flipped it. She said, well, what happens if I die? 
And so we talked about that and we got it all out there in the open. We had a pretty uncomfortable conversation, but it was absolutely one that was necessary that had to happen because I was faced with my mortality. I knew then, like never before, my life is on the clock. Let me tell you what happened coming out of that surgery. I became more focused than ever on God's call on my life, on my call to ministry. I have no activity in my life on a regular basis that does not focus me on the advancement of the gospel, right? The teaching of the word and moving ahead the kingdom of God in whatever way that I can. Now that is my call. But here's what I also know. A lot of people I know have had similar surgery for me. It's not new and it's not unique. And they testify, the Christian people I know, testify of the same thing. God used it like an alarm clock to say, okay, look, time is ticking. Do what you have to do. Do what is vital. Do what is important. Jesus said it like this in verse four. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Why? Night is coming when no one can work. How focused are you on the kingdom? How focused are you on your spiritual gifts and abilities? You have them. I know some of you are saying, oh, Terry, you don't know me. I, I'm not really gifted. Not true. That is not true. You've got spiritual gifts given to you by the person of the Holy Spirit to do the work of ministry. So what are you doing on a regular basis to identify those gifts, to develop those gifts? And here's most important, to use them for the advancement of the gospel. Let me remind you again of the words of Jesus. We must work the works of him who sent us, who sent me while the day, while it is day. Why? Because night is coming when no one can work. Do the work of the kingdom. You'll never have any regrets. And guess what else? You'll have unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. But Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. And Lord, I pray for everyone who's listening to this, that they will find their gift. They will find their calling. Whatever they do for a living, Father, whatever they do for a living, bless it, expand it, advance it, give them favor. But Lord, also, most importantly, while they have life, breath, and resources, call all of us to be more focused on advancing your kingdom and the gospel. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you so much. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.